1960s, 95% of the clothing that was made here in America uh, that were the, were the clothes that we bought. 95%. Now 97% is made overseas. Complete reversal. We don't do it. We don't have the mills to do it. We've lost the skills to do it. That's why there's American Giant. Um, they started putting people back to work here in America and opening up plants again here in America, going out and buying the old um, mills and bringing some of the equipment back that we had sold overseas. It's 10 years later now, and they make the best hoodie and some of the best clothing you'll ever find in America. Cotton that's grown in America, milled in America, sewn and cut and assembled here in America. It's American Giant. American Giant. Check them out today. Get really quality American clothing. America-Giant.com. America-Giant.com. Welcome to the Glenn Beck program. So, I don't know if you've heard this, but some people are claiming they have evidence now of the Biden family taking money from a Chinese communist-run energy company. $3 million. And I think think everybody who is talking about it is asking the wrong question. Because I started asking myself a question last night, started doing some homework, and I I came in this morning and talked to my researchers and said, help me out here. Because I think everything begins to make sense if you ask one question. What does that company do? We'll do that in 60 seconds. So it's sad these days. You want to go to target practice at the local range and you have to have an armed guard to protect all the priceless ammunition that you're bringing in. You know, if you're not the best shot in the world, you really need to practice. Uh, Even if you are a great shot, if you're not practicing, well, the Ruskies could come in here and just take us all over and you don't want that, do you? Don't forget, uh, chat GPT Terminator, uh, that stuff. I mean, soon it will be carrying a weapon as well. Uh, you need to keep your skills honed and you also need to save money. So may I recommend Mantis X. This is what the Marines are now using to train their uh, uh, their shooters. It's a high-tech, easy-to-use system, widely now used by the military. Helps improve your shooting quickly. You attach it to your firearm uh, and it, it's almost like a... Uh, I don't want to say it's a uh, like a laser uh, dot because it's not helping you um, uh, see the target like a laser would. What it does is it just monitors you, how you're holding the gun, what you're aiming on. You don't need to, a target. You can you can practice aiming at anything. 
Then you squeeze the trigger, and it is looking at how you're squeezing the trigger, how your hand is moving during it, and 94% of the shooters improve within 20 minutes. I did. I mean, my score went through the roof in just a few just a few minutes because I realized, because it tells you after each shot, this is what you did, here's how you have to change it. And you can improve that fast. It's like having a firearms instructor who can actually trace what you're doing standing right next to you. It's amazing. Start improving today. Get yours at mantisx.com. That's mantisx.com. Okay, so this is the uh, story that is coming out of Washington. President Biden's daughter-in-law, Hallie, is the mysterious new Biden family member who got paid Chinese cash in 2017. Hey, now, why is why is Hallie... What, what, what is her expertise, uh, Pat? Can you just do a Google search of mm-hmm. her and find out what her expertise is? Because she mm-hmm. must speak Mandarin, right? right. She's got to be some sort of, uh, you know, international oil trader or something like that. Sure. Um, but now we have payments that are coming from a Chinese communist company. And they're going to uh, Hallie, the daughter-in-law. We're going to, of course, everybody's favorite drug addict, heroin user, uh, and uh, just complete out of control, unbelievable explosion of a person, Hunter. Um, you've got uh, Joe Biden's brother also getting payments, $3 million. And then there's a fourth payment. They can't track it down yet because it's just under Biden in quotation marks. Hmm. So who could that be? I wonder. So if I'm a company and I am, you know, doing anything, would I hire Joe Biden's brother, who's not an expert in anything? Would I hire Hallie, who, what does she do? Do you know? Uh, she, uh, she, uh, it doesn't seem to have a lot of expertise. <laughs> right. Okay. <laughs> you know, certainly not in the energy sector. Okay. Okay. Um, All right. So why are you hiring her? The brother, the daughter-in-law, mm-hmm. and the drug addict. Why are you, Why? What, what do they bring to the table? Okay. Well, I don't know, and nobody seems to know, but I'm sure it's just fine. Now, if Donald Trump had been taking money from Russia. No, let's say England. If he was taking money from England and he had any kind of foreign influence from England, an ally, I would have said impeach him. They said that he was had money coming and deals going. Remember the whole, hey, his bank is being pinged by the Russian bank. Complete and total lie, we now know. Um, but if that was true, I would have said, impeach him. We can't have a president having foreign influence, okay? If he would have done the P thing and the P tape existed, I would have said impeach him only because you can't have another country have anything on your president to influence them. So we've got $3 million now verified going to the daughter-in-law, the son, and the brother, and the fourth 
quotation marks, Biden. And this is just the beginning. This is just the beginning. This is one. Mm -hmm. This is one of these deals. Okay. So there's no reason that that family should get $3 million. No reason. No reason. So I asked the question (laughs) yesterday, what does this company do? And I found a couple of things. They used to be in the garment industry, apparently. Hmm. Hmm. I don't know what that is, but I don't think they're in that industry anymore. And around 2016, 2017, the same time that these checks were cut, they decided to go into green energy. Now, from what I can find on my early look at this, and I have my researchers looking at it over the weekend because most of it is in Mandarin, uh, Mandarin, so you know only Hallie will understand that, but... Uh, from what I can find, they claim to be the energy delivery system for Hong Kong. I don't know if that's true. What does that mean? Can somebody ask, what does this company do? It seems to me to be a company that is just an investment company that just invests in companies. Okay. I don't know. But it's a green investment company. Now, if you were going to be the president of the United States, and I happen to have contacts with you, and I happen to be, you know, a a high up party member of the Communist Party, okay, this is like somebody that was in the Kremlin. Dealing with Ronald Reagan. Would you have a problem with that? So the guy who's part of the communist cult over there. He's in this company and he's like, you know. Let's get the Biden family on the phone. That would be impeachable if they did anything. Not to get them on the phone, but to accept checks. That's impeachable. Okay. And we cannot Stand for it. It is our biggest enemy. But if, again, if I were running the company, forget all the communist stuff. If I was running the company and I was in green energy and I knew that the incoming presidency would, you know, probably be friendly to green energy, I might want to give them some kickbacks here. Hey, listen, help us out on the green energy thing. I mean, have you thought about pushing this, this, and this? I mean, just saying, three million bucks. Now, I have no evidence that that is a quid pro quo, but there is a quid pro quo somewhere. You, don't, you just don't shell out $3 million for nothing in exchange. So what was it that they did and got? But if you think about this as, okay, wait a minute. We know that he was dirty with energy companies in Ukraine. We know he's dirty with energy companies, more than one, in China. Well, now, wait a minute. That starts to explain a few things. EPA just tightened yesterday emissions restrictions on power plants. Factories imposing 50% smog reduction. They now have to... 50% smog reduction. They now have to live up to that from the EPA. 
The EPA says it's going to save thousands of lives. Well, 50% smog reduction, I, I don't know how hard that is, but if it's cutting our energy supply, uh, it's probably not going to save lives. It will probably kill lives. Huh, that's energy. Getting out of, getting out of coal and into clean energy. Huh. There's a story in the Wall Street Journal today. Why gas bills are going crazy with no end in sight. You know why? Well, it looks like uh, it just keeps going up and down and up and down. And people are just getting screwed and they're all confused. We just don't know why this is happening. Well, um, it's becoming the norm now because, and I'm quoting the Wall Street Journal, Coal fire power plants have been retired en masse without any wind and solar farms ready to replace their output. Okay, next story. New DOE efficiency rules will make washing machines more costly and less effective. Why? Because they don't want you using gas fired anything anymore. And they want to cut back on the energy. So you're not going to be able to get your water temperature as hot as you used to be able to get it to wash your clothes. So again, with the energy. Hmm. And this is from a country now, uh, the United States of America, where the people are not for all those things. And nearly two thirds of Americans, 61 percent say that our greatest foreign adversary is China. Hmm. Oh, another story. China cut U.S. Treasury holdings to the lowest level since the global financial crisis of 08. So they're starting to, and they've been doing this for six months now, and we've told you about it. They're liquidating all of their American holdings. What are they doing? They're preparing to completely disengage with the United States of America. I told you this would happen. At, at some point, they're going to start to shed all of their, their uh, holdings of American debt. They won't buy anymore, and they'll just start shedding them. And they'll do it slowly at first. And then when we're at a weakest point, and they believe it won't impact them negatively, they will just dump the rest of them. That's coming, gang. That's coming. Our president right now is weakening our financial system by what? Making sure that ESG, which is not based in profit margin at all, he is impoverishing our companies, our country, and our individuals who have savings. Meanwhile, he is spending like a drunken sailor in a whorehouse. Raising inflation. He's cutting our energy. So far, I'm not seeing anything that China wouldn't love. Now, that's just China energy. They keep saying that Ukraine is about borders. Well, I have a hard time with that one because Ukraine being about borders, why would he care about the border of Ukraine 
and not the border here in the U.S.? Why is our border, why should it be open for all the free love and people and bring everybody together and, hey, borders don't affect people. They don't affect animals. We're animals. Why can't we just roam free? All that bullcrap that they're shoveling every day. Why are we now at $120 billion to protect Ukraine's borders? Doesn't make sense. You know why? Because it's not about borders. I'll tell you what that's about. Just based in this little conversation, next. Drew lives in Texas. When he was in his 40s, he had an accident that left him dealing with a lot of pain in his back and shoulders. For months, it was difficult for him to get around. And if you know Drew, uh, that's not how he rolls. Fortunately for Drew, he heard about Relief Factor a few years ago. He finally decided he's going to give it a try. Within the first few weeks, he said, he was pleasantly shocked to find almost all of his pain gone, and he's been taking it ever since. He's now just entering his 50s, and he realizes Relief Factor is responsible for him to be able to live the life that he wants, and he wants to live. The three-week quick start. It's 1995. It's a trial package. Try it like Drew did. Try it like I did. Hundreds of thousands of people have ordered Relief Factor. 70% of them go on to order more. It's relieffactor.com. You can call 1-800-4-RELIEF. 1-800-4-RELIEF. It's relieffactor.com. Feel the difference. 10 seconds. Station ID. So I don't know if you saw the Seymour Hirsch um, uh, lecture, I guess, at the uh, press club in Washington, D.C., I watched it yesterday, and it is, I mean, he is very clear. The only ones that could have done this are the United States of America, not some people on a fishing boat. And he even went as far as saying about Joe Biden, quote, I'm telling you, he did it, end quote. Blowing up of the Nord Stream pipeline. Hmm. Was that because of borders? Was that to collapse Russia? Or is that to make sure there's no going back on fossil fuels for Europe? We know that Hunter Biden was super, super, super important on the Burisma board. Burisma? Oh, he was helping them explore for new energy. Uh-huh. Hmm. It seems to me that this is really about energy. Anyone who is who has ever said the evil Dick Cheney with Halliburton, where are you on this? We people are dying because we want to change energy. And why is it we want to change energy? Is it to save the planet? Is it? Is it really? Because if you look at ESG, that has nothing, nothing to do with saving the planet. That has everything to do with making money, with the rich getting richer. Now, if I happen to be a Biden, 
well, or my family just has, I mean, out of control talent, apparently, and energy. And I'm getting paid from really corrupt countries and a communist country at that. And it's the energy sector that's paying me. And then my dad or my stepdad or my brother just happens to go on and say, hey, I want to destroy all fossil fuels. I want to start on new energy. Boy, if you had that information and you knew that's where it was going, wow, could you make a lot of money? Especially if you knew you had the banks and everybody going the same way. Wow, you could make a fortune on that. Now, this may not be happening. These all may be separate things. The war in Ukraine, the energy here, the blowing up of the Nord Stream uh, pipeline, the coincidence that, you know, Hunter was on the board of an energy company and they're getting paid in China for another energy company. Those could all be coincidence. Really, seriously, they could be. But I don't like coincidence. I, I think coincidence, um, I don't know. Sometimes they happen. But gosh, there's an awful lot of them piling up here. You want to know what's wrong with our country right now? We've sold out to big business. We've sold out to uh, corrupt politicians all over the world, not just here, all over the world. And, and people all over the world know it. That's why the farmers are rising up in Europe. They know this is corrupt. You're not doing the right thing for the people or the planet. This is corrupt. We have, we have gone so far awry and somehow or another, we've got to find those those people that voted for Democrats because they thought they were against these things and just help them see, no, you're actually enabling all of these things to a greater degree than I think has ever happened in American history. That I think is what's really happening. Oh, but I didn't tie in COVID. I'll do that next. The Glenn Beck Program. Many years ago, a man named Mike Lindell had a dream. His dream was to give other people dreams. I know it's a weird dream because it's a dream within a dream. But he wanted to give them dreams and lots of them. So he invented my pillow. Ever since then, tons of people, myself included, have found themselves drifting off to sweet dreams while laying their heads down on the most comfortable pillow ever created. I have to tell you, it it's weird because it's not like it's not like you lay your head on it and you're like, oh my gosh, this is the most comfortable. Because I've laid in beds and with pillows like that, and you get up the next morning like, ow, ow, ow. This has, I don't know how he does it, but it's some structure inside. You punch it on both sides, um, you know, to fluff it up one time, and it stays that way at night. You can adjust it any way you want. It's really an amazing thing. Well, now he has come up with my pillow 2.0 which now regulates the temperature with this high-tech thread believe it or not go to mypillow.com click on the radio listener specials get buy one get one free on the new my pillow 2.0 
Enter the promo code BECK, 800-966-3117, MyPillow.com. Help us fight against big tech and government censorship. Use the promo code will not be censored at blazetv.com slash Glenn, and you'll save $20. So the Hong Kong Energy Company, which wired $3 million to the Biden family, um... She was run by multiple members of the Chinese Communist Party. I'm sure that was no big deal. Um, then why is everybody hiding this? Why is this? Why, why is this have to come out in, uh, uh, you know, in, in an investigation? Why isn't that just out there? If you have nothing to hide, why isn't that just out there? And why wasn't it just out there? Back when it happened yeah. in 2017. Correct. It's been six years. I want to tell you a couple of things. I believe the turning point in this country, there's been several presidents that have turned this country. Abraham Lincoln turned it. Uh, before that, it was Andrew Jackson. He's the guy where I think the, the founders would have come back after Jackson and said, what country do you have now? What, what is your constitution? It, it changed. Then it changed again under Lincoln. Then it changed under uh, Roosevelt, Theodore Roosevelt, and Wilson changed it permanently. Then FDR came in, made his changes. Johnson was another big milestone. Uh, And then you would go to, after Johnson, you would go to Barack Obama. But I'd like to make a stop at Bill Clinton for a second. Because the Clinton administration taught us a couple of things. One... Deny, deny, deny. People will weary of the argument and then it won't matter. Look at everything that's going on. They accuse, accuse, accuse. Donald Trump, deny, deny, deny. Well, as long as the accusers are on the, quote, right side, which would be the left, you're painted that way and it doesn't matter. You're always painted that way. But the reverse is also true. The Hunter Biden laptop, that's not even his. Those are all made up. No, they're not. Well, we've argued about it for so long. Now that it's his, it's like, oh, yeah, that, that was his. No big deal. Same thing is going to happen with the Chinese stuff. Yeah, okay, so what? He took money. He took money from our biggest enemy. I don't know. That's kind of a big deal. Kind of a big deal. And I know even if even if you say he didn't take a dime personally, bullcrap. But even if that's true, if every one of my family was taking money from MSNBC, I think I'd have a talk with my family. What is exactly you guys doing? What are you doing for MSNBC? Because you guys don't have any talent in any of this stuff. Why are they writing you giant checks? Isn't that something that maybe should be asked if Biden was completely clean? Of course it would be. The next thing that you learned from Clinton is sex isn't sex. Okay, so our kids started going down that road. Another thing he taught us, definition of is. 
How many times have we played word games lately? Starts with the definition of is. The last thing he taught, which I think uh, Joe Biden has perfected, is uh, how to get rich and be slippery enough to never get caught. How to become just a just one of the most powerful economic powerful uh, companies or uh, families in the country. Where do they get all their money? Uh, They did it through charity. That's right. And everybody knows that charity is a sham. Everybody knows it. Do you know that yesterday in the uh, in the White House briefing? No one asked not one question was asked about the three million dollars from the Chinese company. Not one curious reporter. Huh. That's weird, isn't it? Oh, by the way, let me just let me just take you a couple of other places and let me start with with COVID. Do you remember when uh, we found out that we had all these bioweapons labs and we had to send in special teams into Ukraine to destroy them? Remember that? They're now the U.S. Embassy is now saying, no, no, none of that is true. But we know from documents from the laptop that that was something that Hunter was being paid to do to try to get bioweapon technology into these labs. Now our president has just erased them. And now our media and our embassies are saying, oh, no, 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 that's not true. Okay, well, okay, I'd like to believe you, but you also said that you didn't have any ties to the Wuhan lab in China. Listen to this story. Evidence suggests U.S. has known since 2017 about ties between Wuhan's lab and Beijing's bioweapons program. Yet, federal agencies still funded the research there. As President Joe Biden weighs whether to sign a law passed unanimously by Congress. Think of that. We're at our most divided. I, in my lifetime, have never seen something pass both the House and the Senate with zero nays. 100% agreement. And he's thinking about vetoing it. And what was that bill? Release all of the information on the COVID-19 virus and uh, all of the investigations into where, where it came from. Well, new evidence has emerged that the State Department and National Institutes of Health routed at least $1.7 million in tax dollars to the Wuhan Virology Lab, despite evidence it was tied to the Chinese uh, military and possibly the Chinese nation's bioweapons program. The United States first declared in 2005 State Department document that communist China maintained an offensive biological weapons program in violation of its treaty. Decades later, multiple medical publications emerged from China that linked uh, the research at the Wuhan Institute of Virology, the very lab that the FBI and Energy Department and other U.S. intelligence agencies now believe the source of the leak started from also the same lab that received grants from a contractor working for 
Anthony Fauci's National Institute of Allergies and Infectious Diseases. Also, the U.S. Agency for International Development, the foreign aid arm of uh, the State Department. The 2015 study posted on the NIH National Library of Medicine site shows collaboration between the Wuhan lab and the United States on anthrax spores. Several other studies between 2015 and 2019 also listed both the Chinese science organizations as collaborators. One of the most troubling links cited in an unclassified report released in December by the House Intelligence Committee was a 2015 book in which China scientists tied both AMMS and the Wuhan lab. Uh, They declared that the coronaviruses were at the leading edge of a new era of genetic weapons warfare. That we apparently knew that they were working on coronaviruses. And they've denied it. I'm telling you, if the people who were in charge of these things, the people who lied under oath over and over, the people who, well, I, it depends on what the definition is. I mean, what were we talking about? Well, that's your definition of it. It's not my definition of it. I mean, they changed the, the definition of a vaccine. You don't think they're going to change definition, def, um, uh, definitions to keep themselves out of jail and keep the money flowing? How many people have to die before people in this country wake up and say, wait a minute, there seems to be something uh, weird going on. Our government is getting rich. Our president's son is involved in it. Anthony Fauci deeply involved in it. We've got payoffs going everywhere. They're breaking our own laws by doing this kind of research. And millions died. And then a few got very, very, very wealthy. This is the this is the America no voter wanted. No voter wanted this. I think people who are, you know, I think hapless dupes of the left that are like, yeah, we're going to burn down the, the courthouse uh, because uh, we're going to be free freedom. I think those people would say they're against exactly what's going on. And what are we doing? We're empowering it. We're giving it more power. We are sitting around accepting stuff that should never be accepted. Never would have been accepted. But they've convinced you that they have all the power and you don't. I'm telling you once, this is why they have to keep us divided. They have to keep us divided because if we ever stand up together, they're done. Once we say to them, you know what? Neither side is serious about this. We've learned our lesson to the, with the Republicans. Democrats, have you learned your lesson yet? Because they're doing the same thing and it's all benefiting them and none of us. It's not helping heal the planet. I don't I don't believe that we're we are never going to see snow. My children won't see snow. 
That's what they said in 2000. By 2020, there will be no snow on any mountaintops. Well, you got that one wrong. But I do believe we should take care of the planet. Jeez, I read a agonizing story about octopus farms today. I mean, jeez. And I actually felt bad for the octopus. Okay? And those things freak me out. They're like sea spiders. I don't like them. But we're reasonable people. They're keeping us apart. And they're only showing us the extremes. And anyone who starts to make sense all of a sudden is an extremist. And everybody piles in. We have to stay focused on a few things. And I think pulling on the thread of the $3 million from an energy company run by the communist to our president's family with one other person that's just, quote, Biden, end quote. Which, but what? Why do the other ones have the first and last name, and this one only has Biden? What does that mean? Was it Dr. Jill? She is a doctor. I forgot about that. She she could have probably, maybe she's got her doctorate in in anti-petrochemical stuff. Stay focused. Don't add to the divide. Point out what's wrong in America and how to fix it, the Constitution and the Bill of Rights. Today, you can make an important decision. Do you keep your current cell phone plan? You know, the one where you shell out enormous amounts of money. Have you looked at your bill? Have you seen all the add-ons that they put on there with big mobile corporations? And then they're also donating some of your money to leftist causes, the things that tear us apart. You don't have to do that. You know, every day I sit down and I pour a Coke Zero and I hate myself for it. But I can't. I mean, everything I tried, Coca-Cola owns and I hate Pepsi. Coca-Cola owns the water. They own everything, it seems. You can't get away from them. Oh, but big tech, mobile phones. Oh, yes, you can. If you have mobile service right now, you can switch to the only Christian conservative wireless provider. And if you want dependable nationwide coverage, they're on the platforms of all three major carriers, which means you're getting the best possible service wherever you're at. And if you're not satisfied with the coverage, they have a guarantee. It'll let you switch back to the other network for free without changing carriers. Look, you're doing business with a company that respects you, likes you, fights for you, fights for the Bill of Rights, and offers you a great service at an unbelievable price. Switch. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. Get free activation with the offer code Beck. You can call them 878-PATRIOT, 878-PATRIOT, or PatriotMobile.com slash Beck. This is the Glenn Beck Program. Didn't go well for him. 
Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck program. Uh, this week, we've been telling about the Silicon Valley bank collapse, uh, the financial crisis that is headed our way, the proxy war with Russia that's escalating, China. Uh, China decided to set up in Hawaii with their lasers, apparently to measure the earth. But we now find out that that was to give exact guidance to their hypersonic missiles. That's wonderful. Hey, I have a new quiz at glenbeck.com. I'd like you to take. How prepared are you for a crisis of any kind? Uh, All of my email subscribers are going to get exclusive access to the preparedness guide, which gives you tons of practical tips on making sure that you and your family are taken care of. But take the quiz. Just go to glenbeck.com and sign up for the newsletter for the exclusive preparedness guide to help you best prepare for your loved ones on the future. Um, I, um, I, I can't wait to see the results of the quiz on how prepared this audience is. Stu took it. Um, uh, before he left on vacation, and, and it didn't, it didn't, it didn't fare. He didn't fare well. He didn't fare well. Oh no! Um, but uh, we should take it on the air. I'd like to hear it from you, Pat, because you're really, you consider yourself pretty prepared, don't you? Yeah, fairly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, so we'll we'll take that together. Also, okay. what about the dollar? Texas did something under uh, Rick Perry uh, that I. Highly recommended for all states to do. Get your gold out of the Federal Reserve and keep it in your own state. They did. Now there's a movement here in Texas in the legislature to make gold the standard and make it currency. We'll have more on that coming up. just uh, asked by uh, one of my researchers, Glenn, why aren't you covering this story uh, today? And I said, because I don't feel like there's a solution to that. Um, And if there's not a solution, we've got enough problems. And I will mention that problem so people are aware of it, but I'm not going to spend a lot of time if I don't think there's a solution here that can actually be done. That's why I'm, I'm just at the end of my rope with Congress and the investigations. Okay, good. You have this, these documents. Now what? Will anyone actually stand trial? Will anything happen? That's what I want to see. Um, I've been talking to you about the situation with our dollar for a while and been telling you that uh, you can't let this UCC bill pass in your state. You can find out all about it at glenbeck.com. It's a little bit wonky, but it will pave the way for the, um, the central bank digital currency, what's called CBDC. It's got, it's, it cannot pass, it cannot pass. 
There is something else that is going on, and I think Utah may be the only state that has this done. There may be a couple of states that has this done. Texas is now coming on board. Uh, in fact, this idea, I think, kind of was was hatched on one of our shows here on Blaze TV, Economic War Room. Um, they are now putting in front of uh, the uh, Texas House legislation that will make gold coins and silver coins legal tender. That's a big deal. I want you to listen to this, support it in Texas, and then try to get it going in your state as well. We do that in 60 seconds. If you wake up every day feeling like you just got hit by a truck, if you have aches and pains that control almost everything you do, I know what it's like, and I spent years fighting my pain, mostly unsuccessfully. But by the time I got around to trying Relief Factor, I had basically hit rock bottom, and I was, you know, I didn't think that there was any hope left of actually getting out and having a pain-free day. Well, my wife made me try Relief Factor, and I did, because I listened to my wife, and my wife is... Well, she wasn't as wrong as she usually is. Oh, my gosh. My wife was right, as she almost always is. Um, and uh, I take it every day. And I'm out of pain. And it is a godsend to me. I got my life back. Would you just try it, please, for three weeks? 1995 trial pack, not a drug, developed by doctors. Hundreds of thousands of people have ordered Relief Factor. 70% of them go on to order more month after month. ReliefFactor.com. 800, the number four relief. 800, the number four relief. Get the 1995 three-week quick start. ReliefFactor.com. 800, the number four relief. Relief Factor. Feel the difference. Okay. We have a a Texas state senator on with us. His name is Brian Hughes. Um, and Texas has now introduced legislation in the House and the Senate that could make gold or silver legal tender. Senator, welcome. How are you, sir? Good. Have a great day. Thanks for having me on. You bet. Okay, so tell me uh, where this bill is, what it exactly does, and why it's important. Several years ago, Texas established its own gold bullion depository. Thank God. The state of Texas taxpayers you know, own a lot of gold investments, and we were concerned it was being stored in New York and other places. And so we wanted our, old, our own bullion depository. Along with that, we wanted to have the option of trading in gold and silver. And so we've had the bullion depository established for several years. And now Senate Bill 2334 that I filed, and there's a companion in the House by Representative DeRazio, will allow Texas to establish a gold-backed digital currency. So we're talking about currency and backed by gold, a digital currency issued by the state of Texas. So wait, 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 wait. You, you kind of lost me on this. Why is it digital? The idea about digital is to make it practical so that folks can use it in commerce. Of course, tied to gold, real currency, backed by gold, not fiat money. And this is about the state of Texas making this available. There's also concern about what the feds may be doing, and this is a defense mechanism against that. Okay, so hang on just a second. Um, uh, First of all, have you seen the UCC bill in Texas yet? Has it gotten to Texas? And are you guys... Okay, can you keep your eye out for that? Because that is laying foundational work for uh, digital currency from the Fed. Um, the idea that this is digital is does make it easier to use. But uh, what stops the state of Texas from 
gathering the information and doing basically, you know, I'm not saying you guys would, but it, you start things like this and then somebody, you know, else gets in charge and you got the same problem. What stops you from doing what the Fed wants to do, which is control that money? This is something we're treading very lightly with because we have an eye on what the feds are doing, the very thing you're describing. And Texas, we believe, needs this to defend our people against what the feds are up to. That has a lot to do with it. Of course, safeguards put in place. And I think we all agree that government closer to the people is more responsive, uh, more accountable. And so the states uh, should be the ones doing this, not the feds. Have you been into our repository, Texas? I have not. I would really like to take a tour of that. I mean, I, I, I remember talking to Rick Perry, and, and I said to him early on, you got to get your gold back. This is when I was in New York. Got to get your gold back. And uh, he said, we're working on it. And I thought for sure there was no way Texas was going to get their gold. And we did. And then we built, from what I understand, it is one of, if not the safest place uh, in Texas and one of the most incredible repositories uh, in the world. That's what I've heard. You know, Glenn, when we passed the bill, we thought about maybe putting it at the Alamo, which would be appropriate. In <laughs> just, <laughs> it just right. didn't work physically. And uh, so uh, you're right. It's, uh, it makes sense. Texas needed to do it. You proposed it. Kevin Freeman, who I know works with you a lot. Yeah. I pushed this for a long time and is, is, has a lot to do with the bill we're working on now on the gold back digital, but you're exactly right. Texas has her own gold bullion depository. So this is kind of like the glint mastercard. That's the idea. As you know, make a transaction with that and it calculates the uh, exchange rate and does it for you. The difference with the glint mastercard, of course, is that you have to deal with capital gains, uh, right? Since it's not currency. Correct. So our goal is to is to get the benefits of both. I thought that it said in the Constitution, states cannot produce their own currency. Interesting. It says that they can make gold and silver coin a tender in payment of debts. Article 1, Section 10, Clause 1. And so there's some litigation about this. Not much has been determined about this. But there's at least one U.S. Supreme Court indicating that gold certificates, so not the coins, but gold certificates issued by a state bank are legal tender. We don't doubt as this moves forward, there'll be litigation. The feds aren't going to like it, but things are pretty dire, as you of all people know. So we yeah. want to make sure Texas has every possible defense. Okay. So how do you get people involved? What do you need them to do? Thank you so much. So Senate Bill 2334, House Bill 4903. They've both been filed. They'll be, they'll be moving it to committees very soon. And so folks in Texas can let their legislators know how they feel about those bills. And, of course, we want input. Uh, a lot of folks are concerned about the digital aspect, as you raised. Again, we want to make sure we have a defense against what the feds are doing and just real money, gold-backed currency, real money with real value in times like these. That's great. I appreciate it. There's a reason I'm glad I live in Texas is you have your own gold, and it can stand. Ryan, thank you very much. I appreciate it. Thanks for having me on. You bet. Bye-bye. Um, you know, I just put a, uh, I put a poll up at glenbeck.com. I'm anxious to go over the preparedness quiz uh, with you uh, next week. We're taking a poll. It's not for individuals. It is to, to gauge the preparedness of this audience, and I'll give you the results next week. But I want you to go to glenbeck.com and take the preparedness quiz. 
Uh, when you do, you can also sign up for my free email newsletter. And with that, I think it might go out tomorrow. I'm not sure. Um, but uh, we're giving you all of the, the, the checklist on what you should have, depending on what level you want to be at at preparedness. Um, you know, I'm, I'm still looking for a, a, a gently used x-ray machine. So, I mean, I'm at a different <laughs> level of preparedness. But, I'd say. Uh, yeah. But uh, anyway, I'm, uh, uh, a, depending on how you want to prepare, it will help you with this checklist. You'll get that at uh, glennbeck.com by signing up for the free email newsletter. With the newsletter, you also get all of the stories that I just can't get to. Um, but it is my show prep that takes us 24 hours to go through all of the news, whittle it down to about 80 stories, and then I whittle it down to about 20 stories for the air. Um, but I read every single day all of those 80 stories, and I also read everything else to try to help collect some of those stories. Um, but uh, I think it's the news that you should read every day, and you can get it in your email box every morning. It, just by signing up for my free email newsletter. My quiz score is I might survive a little disaster. Your quiz score? Yeah. Yeah. Congrats on having some of your finances set aside for emergencies and some useful tools and skills tucked away in case of an emergency. You could potentially endure a little disaster. Where did you get that? Uh, at, you the get end, the at the end of the quiz, it just showed up. Oh, it didn't on mine. Oh, it didn't? Have you done it before? Maybe that's why. Maybe if you've done it in the past. I don't know. If I want to survive a massive financial crisis or natural disaster, I'm going to have to start stockpiling some more money and supplies. And then it says, to learn how I can be more prepared, check out Glenn's ultimate guide to getting prepared. Yeah. Yeah. And you know what's what's crazy is uh, you're going to be prepared, whatever level you want to be. Stu is at the, I have extra duck sauce, uh, (laughs) you know, portion of his life in preparedness. Um, but you're, you're just never going to be prepared. I'm just convinced I'm going to have all of these things. And then I'll be like, what do you mean? What do you mean? We don't have that three prong extender thing. And <laughs> you know what I mean? It'll, yeah. be, it'll be something yeah. stupid like that, mm-hmm. that you just never thought of. Uh, so you can just, you know, just do your best. Uh, you can find it at, uh, glenbeck.com. Uh, let me go through some of the, uh, the audio uh, here, because I, I think some of this is whew, quite amazing. Um, let's go with Janet Yellen yesterday about our banking system. Listen to this. I can reassure the members of the committee that our banking system is sound and that Americans can feel confident that their deposits will be there when they need them. Mm-hmm. This week's actions demonstrate our resolute commitment to ensure that our financial system remains mm-hmm, strong mm-hmm. and that depositors' savings remain safe. Mm, yeah, well, I feel <laughs> totally confident <laughs> right? with, with that. Is I that mean, just comforting to it, hear that? It really is. Yeah, our financial institutions yeah, are sound. Yeah. That, that sound you're hearing yeah. is them collapsing right yeah. now. By the way, uh, she said, uh, the, are, are we bailing out all of depositors from here on out? And she said, no, 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 no. This was a special exception. She mm. said, uh, only, uh, we're only going to bail out all of the depositors if um, 100% of the Fed chairs uh, and then the head of the big banks and then my team 
uh, agree that they're a systemic risk. Oh, mm. so we don't really have a law. It's just we're going to we'll take it one at a time. I know that gives me comfort, you know. Wow. If I don't know for sure, I mean, if it's really, really clear uh, what self-defense is, but then somebody who just murdered somebody that maybe is connected with everybody, they just got away with it. And then I was really defending myself. I had no gun. The guys were coming after me. And somehow or another, one of them slipped on a banana peel and I go to jail. That's going to be a problem. That's going to be a problem. You can't have a system of government set up that way. So, Wheel of Fortune. I think that's fantastic. Now, there's another thing that is uh, happening this weekend. It came out last night, and it's Vivek Ramaswamy's uh, uh, first interview with me as a presidential candidate. And um, we've invited all of the uh, candidate. Nikki Haley is invited. Uh, Donald Trump has been invited to come and do one hour with me just on what your vision is for the country. And and I want to have the ultimate interview with each of them. No gotcha questions, no slanting it one way or another, asking what makes you unique? What is your vision for America? And uh, Vivek, who most people don't know, I think this audience does, uh, is an intriguing candidate. Whether he has a chance or not to win, I don't know. But his voice at the debates will be really, really critical because he thinks differently. And I want to play one part that he talked to me about the deep state that I think is... Uh, really different kind of thinking and refreshing. And I'd like to hear it from other candidates. We'll do that in 60 seconds. First, if you had the power to save a life right now, would you do it? I mean, it's not even, it's not even a question, right? Of course you can. Well, if it wasn't that difficult, I mean, am I going to put my life at stake? I mean, you shouldn't ask that question. Is it going to cost me some money? How much money is it going to cost me? If you could save a life right now, well, you can. I want to talk to you about preborn. Preborn saves lives in the best possible way by introducing expecting mothers to their children via an ultrasound. That's it. When a mom who says, I think I wanted an abortion, sees her child, sees the fingers and the toes and realizes it's not just a lump of cells. But it's a baby. When they hear the heartbeat, it's one of the most powerful forces on the planet, and it saves children left and right. Dan Steiner is the guy who founded the Life Saving Ministry 16 years ago. They've saved over 200,000 babies since then. I have a goal for this audience to save 80,000 babies this year. That's a tough, tough thing. Every ultrasound is 28 bucks. Would you donate $28? We can save 80,000 children, I believe it, as an audience. If you'll help, preborn.com slash Beck. Be a part of the good and the solution. Preborn.com slash Beck. Or just hit pound 250 and say the keyword baby. Pound 250, keyword baby. Paid for by Preborn. 10 seconds, station ID. 
so let me uh, let me go with um, shutting down the deep state with Vivek Ramaswamy from tomorrow's podcast. I don't think even the best intentioned, capable, unifying leader can take on that permanent state while still leaving it intact. I think you need to be willing to take steps and the exercise of executive power, as laid out in Article 2 of the Constitution, to do what a president is constitutionally empowered to do. You have to shut down the administrative state. Not well, it's under his direction. Permission. He can do it. Exactly. So, so this is what a lot of people miss. So I, if you don't mind getting into the details. No, here a little not bit. at all. Because okay, so, so, this, this is the how is also. Mm-hmm. I said the what and the why. Mm-hmm. Well, the how kind of matters mm-hmm. too, right? So, so the reason Trump wasn't able to do it. Okay, I know a lot of the policy people who have served in the administration, they've taken, you know, I would say delicate views around Mm -hmm. issues like civil service protections. Right. Mm -hmm. So Congress has these civil service protections that say that you can't be fired Mm -hmm. for most positions in the federal government. Mm -hmm. Now, towards the very end, the Trump administration came around to the Schedule F sort Mm -hmm. of. I don't know if you're familiar with some of this stuff, but they said, okay, well, we can be really clever and maybe find more employees we could fire than we otherwise could. But as I'm going to get to in a second, that's the wrong framework. Okay, You, you have these. Under Nixon, we have these laws that I think actually created the managerial cancer, what are called impoundment prevention provisions. So there's a 1974 Anti-Impoundment Act that was passed. What does it say? If Congress allocates money for a specific agency, even if the president who's running the executive branch knows that it ought not be spent there, that it's going to go to waste, fraud, abuse, not advancing the interests of the American people, that he still has to spend it there per this congressional law. Then you have public wow. employee union protection. So there's mm-hmm. a whole there's a whole pieces to this edifice where a lot of time Republicans who, you know, are get, get, get you know, like I am up on a high horse against the deep state will say that I'm going to do these things but we need to do it by repealing all of these provisions. I'm all in favor of repealing them. Here's the dirty little secret. Not only Democrats, but even a lot of Republicans resist repealing those kinds of protections because secretly deep down inside, they too are believers in the permanent state. Correct. Well, this is why running for president is actually the right way to have a best fighting chance of fixing this. In my view, I'm really explicit about this. Under Article 2 of the Constitution, all of those laws are unconstitutional. And I bring a perspective from the private sector as somebody who's actually built companies and run companies and to, fired people and fired people, and hired people. To, to, to it. Exactly. To interpret an obvious fact of Article two of the Constitution, that if somebody works for you and you can't fire them, that means they don't work, work for, for you. you. It means you work for them. I would go so far as to say it means you are their slave because you don't know why you're responsible for what they do without even having any ability to direct it. And that's actually the unfortunate, and I feel bad for him, that's the unfortunate position that President Trump found himself in. It's an incredible interview. Uh, Maybe some of the things that we should be talking about and putting into the Republican platform. It comes out tomorrow, available for Blaze subscribers now. The Glenn Beck Program. Jackie wrote in about her experience with uh, Rough Greens with her dog. She says, we ordered a sample bag of uh, Rough Greens that you were talking about, and our little chihuahua absolutely loves it. She used to take forever eating her food. I mean, of course, the kibble is probably the size of her head. She used to take forever eating it. Now she gobbles it down, actually begs for her food every night. She'll scratch on the cupboard until we feed her. Her energy is up. She runs up and down the stairs easier than she ever has. It's a wonderful product. Thank you so much. Jackie, thank you for writing in. Is that your Jackie? No, you don't have a Chihuahua. What is your little rat dog? It's a Morky. 
Oh boy. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Packed <laughs> with a morky. It's a, it's, 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 it's a shame. my wife's it's dog. It's a shame. Oh my it's gosh, my that wife's. dog sits on your lap. Yeah. Rough Green, so confident that your dog's going to love it. They have a special deal to get you the first bag for free. Rough Greens, R-U-F-F-Greens.com, roughgreens.com. You just pay for the shipping, and then uh, if your dog loves it, your next bag will come in and start feeding, and you'll see a massive change in your dog. At least I did. Pat has as well. 833-GLEN33, roughgreens.com slash Beck. Check out my show, Pack Ray Unleashed, every weekday, 7 to 9 a.m. Eastern, live, or anytime and anywhere you get your podcast. I thought today, Friday after everything that's been going on we should talk about some good things happening um and uh i'm gonna kind of finish out the uh next hour with riley Gaines. she's the 12-time ncaa all-star american swimmer uh who's who's strangely not number one who's number one now uh, uh that was Aaliyah thomas oh who the guy yeah um, was 462nd in the men's division. But he but, is a great woman. Great woman. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Riley Gaines has been one of the, the people who have really stood up and just taken a beating for it. Um, I We're going to have her on the uh, program uh, today. Also, Joe Kennedy is coming up. Joe is the Bremerton High School assistant coach that won the Supreme Court case for the right to play. I can't believe he wanted his job back, but he did, and they gave it to him. Uh, he's back at his old job after seven years of fighting. Uh, it's an amazing story, and he is just happy as ever. Joe Kennedy is going to be joining us in a few minutes. And um, I, wanted to, I wanted to stop down, and I kind of want, wanted our next guest to actually hear those interviews because he's in the throes of it right now. His name is Dr. Andrew Fox. He is a former Austin, Texas Fire Department chaplain. Uh, and uh, he wrote a blog post explaining why he believes males should not compete in female sports. And they fired him. He's a chaplain. Hmm, that seems like freedom of speech and religion. But maybe that's just me. Dr. Andrew Fox, welcome to the program. Pleasure to be here. Thank you for having me on. You bet. Where your accent does not sound Texan. Where are you, <laughs> where are you from? No, I, I was an immigrant from the United Kingdom, 1999, and mm. uh, now a citizen with my family. Wow. And you came here why? Religious workers visa. Uh, I came to uh, be a pastor in uh, Washington State. And uh, wow. so, you know, the die was cast. That's That's who I am and... That's what I'm known for. So, um, you know, when you came here, it was a different country than it is now. Oh, my goodness. 23 years ago, the welcome to uh, the United States to live here, work here, raise my family is now uh, completely different in my mind. 23 years later, not the same country I moved to. I'm sorry. Um, So you were working for the fire department and you were counseling families and and you know what what else did you do for the fire department 
Well, the role of a chaplain is a resource for crisis, especially for those in uniform, uh, men and women. I didn't care how they identified or who they uh, associated with. It was inclusive to everyone in uniform. When you see death, be it a car accident or a fire or something else, and then you have to give death notices to those families. Mm. You're dealing with uh, extreme situations that most people don't face regularly. So when there's a knock on the door, I didn't know we did this. There's a knock on a door. It's not just a cop or a fire fireman. You're told by a chaplain. Yeah, you're a, you, a mm. chaplain is accompanied by law enforcement. Uh, but yeah, that walk from the sidewalk to the front door, oh. you're about to change somebody's trajectory forever. You must, that must be horrible, that walk every time. Well, as, as a Christian man, I, you know, I live in the grace of God to say the right thing and do yeah. the right thing and be yeah. a support to that family, uh, oh. no matter what their beliefs are. Okay, so you were um, writing on your own personal blog, correct? Correct. And you, what did you write? You, you wrote about women's sports. I did. I, the blog is called Willie Woke and the Chocolate Factory. <laughs> and... Um, I, uh, I question biological men competing against uh, women um, as a woman, that it was yet another attack on the beauty of what it is to be a woman. And uh, I offered um, arguments from all sides, citing uh, athletes that are heterosexual, not heterosexual, that identify differently. So a comprehensive view, not just a singular view. And I was uh, fired for it. What did they say to you? Well, the chief, the fire chief, first of all, told me that it wasn't his business to censor me in a private blog. Weeks later, um, I met with the uh, representative of LBGTQ uh, to find out what offended them. And they couldn't tell me, but they were just offended. But they couldn't tell me what, what was wrong precisely. And shortly after that, I received a phone call telling me I was fired unless I wrote an open letter of apology for my mm. Christian beliefs. Good heavens, we have just, we've, we've slipped into madness, just madness. Um, so you probably, at least I hope, immediately called an attorney? I did. I called several attorneys, and as soon as the city of Austin was mentioned, they backed off uh, until one very old very, very old uh, attorney, um, he recommended the Alliance Defending Freedom, who are, um, I wouldn't be where I'm at today without them. They yeah. are a stellar group of people. They really are. They, we've, we, we are close to them. They are really amazing people. So they took on the case, and where does it stand? Um, right now, it is, it is the case is continuing to move forward. Uh, I believe next month we go into deposition, um, but still very much uh, um, alive and kicking and uh, uh, gathering momentum on both sides, uh, which again is, is not the country I moved to. It's a ridiculous uh, situation that I find myself in. I find it terrifying that you couldn't find an attorney to take that case quickly. No, no. As soon as they found out the details, they uh, uh, backed off. And uh, 
if it wasn't for the for the old boy that recommended Alliance Defending Freedom, I'd uh, you know I'd have my head in my hands. But uh, I'm I'm grateful for those who fight for freedom. It's uh, opened my eyes to a bigger horizon. It is. Um, it's remarkable that you know I I had uh, the best freedom of speech attorneys in the country, uh, a firm in Washington D.C. They that's that's what they were known for, and they have defended me in in several uh, cases. And uh, at one point, about I don't know three four years ago, they we were in the middle of a case, and they said we can't take your case anymore. Hey, what are you talking about? And it was you know they said we just have to kind of keep the peace in the firm, and you know, but they were representing people like Google. And uh, they just didn't want to have my name associated with their firm. And I, I, I said to them, are you kidding me? Is the spirit of John Adams completely dead now? And it is. Yeah. It is. People, right. uh, you know, attorneys are afraid for their own career. And uh, you got nothing. If you don't have a government that respects the Bill of Rights, or attorneys that will stand for the Bill of Rights, you don't you don't have a country of freedom anymore. Right. And that's that's what I was asked. I was asked to write a a letter of apology or I'd be fired, but I you know, when you move to another country you put everything on the line and uh, I've been blessed in the work that I'm doing and uh, that I've done, but I was not prepared to put my character, my beliefs on the line and sell them short. And so I refused. And I, I think we need more voices that stand up and say, no, I am not going to do this. That's why I wanted you on today. Um, and I wanted to encourage you to continue to stand. And I, I'd be shocked if your case wasn't uh, uh, wasn't overturned here. What what is do you want to go back to the fire department? I would like to be offered the position back. Yes, uh, I still have many, many, many friends in uh the fire department, there's 1,300 uniformed personnel. And uh, again, I never asked um, about people's private lives. If they're wearing a badge and they need a chaplain, I serve them um, inclusively. And uh, that need is still there. Uh, I get calls still from battalion chiefs, captains, lieutenants, asking me to uh, come and visit their men and women. Um, not at the fire station, because that's government property, but in their homes. So as a private citizen, I'm still in hospitals, homes, and uh, different places, uh, public places. Um, the need is still there. If you were living in England, um, you'd probably be facing the same thing over in England, and in Canada, you would as well. If this falls, where do you go? You know, I just got back from England from lecturing over there, and uh, you're exactly, absolutely right. What's happening here is happening there. Uh, where do I go? Glenn, I can only say I can stand my ground. Uh, I'm a man of prayer. I'm a man of conviction. I didn't move to the United States to uh, uh, get a job. I had a job in England. I was uh, also in public ministry there. I moved here to contribute my contribution to the country that welcomed me in and i still want to contribute and uh for me that is the united states of america uh, it's that opportunity and uh, uh when a government agency does this to you 
in such a short time, 23 years, it's, it's wrong. I have no other words for it. It's wrong and it needs to change. Dr. Andrew Fox, thank you so much. You know, and I, I guess we've had Ryan on the phone the whole time. I didn't know this. Ryan Bangert, I'm sorry, I, I, I didn't get to you. Um, but uh, Ryan is with the Alliance Defending Freedom. Uh, and uh, Ryan, what can we do to help? Hey, Glenn. The best thing you can do is go to adflegal.org, which is our website. We have profiles of all of our cases, including Dr. Fox's case, where we're fighting for his right to believe and his right not to be coerced by the government to uh, accept government orthodoxy. So all of our cases are there. Uh, ADFlegal.org, best place to access all of our resources. ADFlegal.org. You might want to write that down. You might also want to contribute now because you might need that at some point. Uh, ADFlegal.org. Um, I, I appreciate all of the hard work that you guys do and the cases you do take on. This seems, Ryan, to be a pretty open and shut case. Or have we really fallen even further than I thought we have? Well, you would think when it is an open and shut case. Uh, this is a situation where the government, in this case the city of Austin, is telling a citizen what to believe, how to think. The shocking thing about this case is the government demanded that Dr. Fox apologize for believing Christian orthodoxy and publishing that on his own private blog. And that was the condition of him keeping his job. And if the government can force Dr. Fox to do that, it can force anyone to do that. And that's why this case is so important. If the government can strip one citizen of their right under the First Amendment to believe and speak as they will, as they will then no one is safe. And so this case is tremendously important for that reason. Ryan Bangard, thank you so much. Dr. Andrew Fox, thank you. We'll be watching uh, this as it uh, develops. Sincerely. Um, you might want to contribute because you might be on the receiving end of this at some point and sincerely write this down because you may need them at some point. Dr. Fox said, I called attorneys. I didn't know who to call. You call ADFlegal.org. Go there now. Help them see all of their cases. ADFlegal.org. All right. Uh, there is a problem with uh, ranching right now. We are losing our ranchers. There is a I'm trying to find this in the show prep today. There's a story about we are at the lowest level of cattle um, in the United States since like 1960. Is that a problem for anybody? Because I think we have more people than we had in 1960. Why is that happening? Because our farms are in peril. Our ranches are in peril. The EPA is coming after them. I mean, it is insane what is going on. And if you're somebody who just goes to the grocery store and picks out your meat, you're like, well, it can't be that bad because, I mean, there's meat there and, you know, it's got the little American flag on it. That's not American meat. It might say U.S. product, but it's not. It's crazy. And 80% of our meat, it comes from overseas. This has to stop or we won't have meat produced here. That's why I am so passionate about good ranchers. I want you to uh, go there, order um, a uh, box, subscribe, a box of meat. You find the plan that's right for you. You get $20 off with the code back at goodranchers.com. When you subscribe, you're going to get free bacon for a year. 24 ounces of Applewood smoked bacon added to each box for a year. 100% American, high-quality bacon sourced from local farms. 
$200 worth of it over the course of the year. The offer is not going to last forever, so order now before it's gone. Remember, when you subscribe, you get Good Ranchers price lock guarantee. Your price will stay the same as long as you're subscribed. That's an amazing deal, especially when every indication is that meat's going to go up 15% yet again this year. GoodRanchers.com. GoodRanchers.com. Promo code BECK. This is the Glenn Beck Program. We're just uh, talking about some of the other things going on in the news. Uh, Netanyahu is... uh, uh, not not necessarily um, uh, friendly anymore to the United States, and uh, neither is uh, Saudi Arabia. I mean, everybody's turning against us. I don't know if anybody notices that. Oh, they're going to heal all of our relationships. No, they've uh-huh. broken the world away from us. Um, but uh, Netanyahu just said to all of his emissaries, no contact with the United States, none, until this president calls me and uh, asks me to come and sit down with him in the White House to discuss things. No. Hey, I mean, he's very clear. Uh, the United States is not a friend to Israel anymore. It's, it's crazy. And what a stark contrast to when oh. Donald Trump was in office. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Uh, all right. Uh, coming up in uh, just a second, we're going to take a look at uh, the next bank bailout. Oh, and what Democratic congressman in California is saying about the uh, rescue of the Silicon Valley Bank. Um, apparently we had to because this the, the, there were people that had jobs that they're going to cure cancer. And so we I mean, we mm. had to save them. <laughs> what? What? Okay. All right. I guess we're being run like, you know, a fourth grade class, and we're all the fourth graders going, the Glenn Beck program. Sick Twisted Freak, welcome to uh, Friday. Uh, we got a couple of good things to report. And uh, then I got a podcast with a presidential candidate that I think you should consider what he's saying. Um, it's, I mean, it's a good hour. If you've had a rough week, don't miss any of this. Because uh, some good eating and a good story, a good ending where justice was served. That doesn't happen very often. In 60 seconds. First, time to get your house ready for spring, and uh, an easy way and inexpensive way to really change up the look of your house is with Blinds.com. 
Blinds.com I've been telling you about for years. They're amazing. It's the easiest way to get a job done. And I mean easy to the point where you can be sitting outside in a hammock and just like, Yeah, I'm, I'm working, honey, I'm working with the people installing the blinds. And uh, it's that easy. Click of a button, installation at checkout. Or you can do it yourself. And there is only one set price. So it doesn't matter if you're going to do the whole house. Do the whole house. Because when they're installing blinds, doesn't matter how many windows they have to do. It's one price. Blinds.com has uh, has you covered 25 million windows. They have uh, they have covered now, and you can rest easy with their 100% satisfaction guarantee. No guesswork, no hassle, no multiple trips to the store uh, or multiple visits to your house. Blinds.com. Get your home ready for the spring today. Blinds.com. Save 45% off selected products. 45% off right now of selected products at Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions do apply. It's Blinds.com. All right. So uh, I'm excited to talk to Joe Kennedy. Joe, when was the last time we spoke? It was before the decision, wasn't it? Yes, it was. It was, uh, yeah, early last year. Yeah. Well, congratulations. Thank you. I appreciate that. Yeah. Uh, uh, Joe Kennedy is the uh, high school assistant coach uh, from Bremerton High School. Uh, and uh, that's up in Washington State. And and he was fired because he was praying. And he wasn't, you know, he wasn't indoctrinating anybody. I mean, I love schools telling us about indoctrination. Um, but uh, he wasn't indoctrinating. He was just praying. And uh, they fired him for it. And he's fought for seven years, didn't you? Yeah, we're going into the ninth football season now. Jeez, jeez. So for seven years, he fought this. uh, And um, he won in the Supreme Court. And now you have your job back. And I'm I'm really shocked, Joe, that you you wanted your job back. Yeah, well, you know, that's a tough decision, but but it really is the principle of it. You know, um, they drug their feet and, you know, made this go on for so long that, you know, it's kind of the principle that I have to go back at least one more time to take one more knee on that 50-yard line and thank God for (laughs) everything we've been through. Yeah, so um, you're coming up now. This will be the next year because you didn't play with the team this year, did you? No, that yeah. is correct. Yeah, the 2023 season. Mm-hmm. And um, what's the reception been like? Well, I wish I could say it was all warm and fuzzy. Uh, some of the people that I've met um, that I, I used to know up at the school when I was doing my paperwork, they were very cordial but kind of standoffish. Um, everybody else is like walking on eggshells. Uh, I wish it, they would just open their arms and say, hey, welcome back, Knight, and we could all just move on and, you know, focus on our football program. But, yeah, I haven't got that warm, fuzzy feeling yet. And why do you think that is? You know, I, I wish people could talk more often instead of just, you know, thinking more combat. The superintendent and myself, we always said we were not going to take it personal. This was going to be something that was left up to the judges to figure out what our constitutional rights are. So him and I are great, but everybody else seemed to have just taken a side and digged their heels in and, and feel like they just lost something. And I'm like, you just gained your your First Amendment rights. You have more religious liberty. You have more freedom of, of speech. Now, 
more than ever in your lifetime. So why aren't we all celebrating this? It's really crazy when the people win against the king and the king is uh, uh, celebrated uh, and not the individual. It's it is nuts. It's an upside down world. Absolutely. Well, I'm glad you got your job back. I just wanted to check in and just hear some good news um, and uh, and wish you all the best of luck. But thanks for checking in with me, Joe. Hey, I really appreciate it. And uh, hopefully I'll get you a book here real soon and uh, have you sign it, buddy. Oh, yeah. Anytime. Anytime. Hey, Joe, let me ask you. Um, the um, uh, If you had to do it all over again, would you do it? Was it worth it? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. You know, going through it sucked. And, you know, I never want anybody or myself to go through something like it. But, you know, fighting for the First Amendment, some things are just absolutely 100% worth fighting for. And I will take shots all day long for years, the rest of my life, just to make sure freedom is here in America. Yeah. What's crazy is getting to know you. You're not like a guy who can quote the Bible and everything else. You're, <laughs> I mean, you're, you're like a normal person that just wanted to pray and uh, found themselves in this hurricane. It's crazy. But glad you came it's out the other side. Absolutely crazy. We're stronger Thanks because of you, Joey. Appreciate Thank you. Thanks, man. You bet. Bye-bye. Uh, it's great. Love that. Mm-hmm. Just love that. You know, but, you know, I mean, you got to have, uh, you know, you got to have freedom of speech. <laughs> Otherwise, you won't be able to say things like this. Cut three, please. Cut three. Was there any discussion in the White House about what the blowback would be for approving the Willow Oil Project? Because people have gotten quite upset about it. I think there's some protesters outside right now. Well, I think that the, the, the concerns are based on what we should all be concerned about. But the, the solutions have to be and include what we are doing in terms of going forward, in terms of investments. <laughs> what? She has a right to say it, Pat. <laughs> She has she a right to say it. It had nothing to do with reality. Yeah. That they but, had to because of law. Well, people are upset because of things we should be upset about. And, well, yeah, uh, then, that's true. You know, we got to take that into consideration and do the things that, you mm-hmm. know, we, we, we all know we have to do. <laughs> so what? It's, it's a lot like the fact that Ukraine is a country. Yeah, well, and Russia well, is another country. Funny that you should men- bigger. <laughs> funny you should mention that uh, <laughs> during your interview um, uh, with uh, Stephen Colbert. She's asked about her job, and uh, mm-hmm. here's what she says. Well, Go. I have the great privilege of serving with Joe Biden, who was president of the United States. <laughs> wow! Didn't know that. Didn't know that. No, I know. Yeah. Exactly right. New exactly information. Right. But- and, and was vice president, right? Does that affect it? Does, does, wow. does he understand what he it's like does. to be a vice president? He does. Wow, that wow. is amazing. Powerful, wasn't it? So what I learned there is our president yeah. is Joe Biden. Yes. And he used to be our vice president. Correct. Right. But the question was, what, 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 what do you do as vice president? <laughs> that was the question. It was the question. But... Uh, but I think her answer covered it, and she has a right to say it, Pat. <laughs> she does. She has a right to say it. Yeah, she does. You know who doesn't have a right uh, would be, well, people like you. Well. Evil conservatives. Yeah. Um, here's Eric Swalwell uh, on uh, the Republicans. 
violent Republican rhetoric has put a target on the backs of all law enforcement. And I say that with concern uh, with two brothers who uh, <laughs> serve as police officers and, and walk the beat every day. Mm. Because uh, if you're hearing, you know, defund the FBI and, and that the FBI was responsible for a false flag operation, uh, you, you don't distinguish between an FBI special agent and, you know, a police officer in your community. You just you're consider right. it as law enforcement mm. and the quote-unquote <laughs> deep state. Yeah. And, and so that's yeah, why that's true. we saw the yeah. attack that we did uh, at the FBI yeah. field office. And we're going to continue yep. to see mm-hmm. attacks on law enforcement until this violent rhetoric uh, is, is disowned, mm-hmm. disabused, uh, and discredited by oh Speaker God. McCarthy and so, those at the top. Okay, so this is, this is the new tactic. Um, and Joe Biden's been wow. doing it for a while, but he's yeah, just yes. so bad. What he's doing is they are taking the anger that people have about you know defunding the police and and the and the horrific situation that they themselves caused mm-hmm. and conservatives and republicans stood against uh and they're tying that now directly to the fbi those are two completely different agencies yeah but people can't and, differentiate between the fbi and your local police department they, just, they don't have the capability of doing I'm that. I'm pretty sure that's really? not true. Huh. Pretty sure that's not true. But notice what they're doing. This is, this is killing two birds with one stone. They are making you into a dangerous conspiracy theorist if you question the FBI. It's the same thing over and over with them. The same thing. It's always you're a danger you're a racist. You're a conspiracy theorist. Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What is what's going on? When it was the cops, you were a racist. You were a conservative racist that just didn't care about people. You knew that there were deep systemic problems and you would do nothing about it. And now you're attacking the FBI, one of our most hallowed hallowed institutions of all time why are you doing that you're doing it because you hate the cops and wanted to defund the cops the whole time and this is just your next phase oh my gosh it's incredible it is really from from the people who are actually bailing out some of the people who are attacking police yeah back in 2020 no i don't no i don't know if that's entirely true I mean, like, who could like, have... I don't know. Uh, Kamala Harris, <laughs> for instance? Well, uh, she had to do incredible. what she... I mean, she understands people who are... Again, your concerns are her concerns. But, right. you know, you know what needs to be done, and she knows what needs to be done. And so she's doing those things, Pat. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one last. Uh, here is uh, the latest... From the man who, for some reason, MSNBC still thinks America wants to hear from, Anthony Fauci. How long in the future will we be getting booster shots? You know, we don't know definitively the answer to that, but it is likely that this thing is not going to disappear. It's not going to be eradicated and it's not going to be eliminated. So it's going to be around, you know, for the foreseeable future. So it is likely that we will require an intermittent, likely at the same time as we get a flu vaccine, 
at least once a year, very similar to what we do to keep updated on our immunity against influenza, it is very likely that the similar situation Mm -hmm. we'll be experiencing Mm -hmm. with COVID, namely Mm -hmm. getting a booster shot once a year, probably at the same time as we get. This guy's no longer in government and MSNBC Mm -hmm. still thinks he has credibility to come on the air. That is that's in itself nuts. But especially if you tie it to what's happening in uh, in Congress and the president, he may veto this bill for disclosing the origins. Now, I've been asking myself, why all of a sudden is the federal government willing to come out and say, we're pretty sure it did come from China? Wait a minute. What? That was racist to say that. Why are you reversing yourselves suddenly? I believe this is FDR's, you know, we just really need to keep an eye on those Japanese. You know, those Japanese out in the Pacific Northwest and California, we should keep our eye on those guys. I mean, they're good Americans. Good Americans, uh, but they belong behind barbed wire. Let's let's look at that for a while. I think this is our administration Mm -hmm. preparing you for war, to hate the enemy. I really think that because that's what we're doing with Russia. You got to hate him. You got to hate him. And if you don't hate him, well, then you are anti-American. You are just, you, oh, you're pro, you're so you're for Putin, huh? Oh, so you're for the concentration camps in China, huh? Wait, what? All kinds of games are being played right now. Back in just a second. Real estate agents I trust. Um, team leader, closer, expert, somebody who can get the job done. These are the people that we look for. Somebody who could come in and make the deal. It's the real estate agents. I trust.com roll call. I mean, everybody we, we work with is a closer, is a team leader, is an expert. They're the people who have the experience to get your whole your home sold fast and for the most amount of money. When it comes time for you to buy or sell a house or both, these are the people that you want to work with. Most of them are fans of this program, so you have a lot to talk about even when, when you're not going over the best ways to get your home where it needs to be to sell. Uh, you can find that perfect place that has your name written all over it. They will help you every step of the way. Reach out today. You'll see what I mean. Interview them for yourself. Realestateagentsitrust.com, a referral service for you. Uh, and you can go to realestateagentsitrust.com. Tell us where you're buying or where you're selling or both. And we'll help you find the right real estate agent. Realestateagentsitrust.com. 10 seconds. Station ID. You know, there's a couple of things um, that uh, I want you to know about. The First of all, the um, podcast that comes out tomorrow with Vivek Ramaswamy is really, really good. And if you missed Rick DeSantis last week on our podcast, go back and – or sorry, Ron DeSantis. I, you know, mm. I haven't said that in months. Uh, Ron DeSantis, um, make sure you get the podcast from last week. Uh, Vivek Ramaswamy also uh, – or I shouldn't say also because Ron's not running yet – um, but uh, Vivek is running for president, and I want to, I want to just see if this sounds refreshing. Hearing this from quote a politician, a guy who's really not, 
but wants to be president. Listen to him cut 11 on securing our border. That's the phone call to President Obrador. Actually, he'll probably be a new president by January 2025. But the president of Mexico, which is the same thing, okay, for a fraction. And, and by the way, when I say fraction, I mean tiny fraction of what we are spending protecting somebody else's border on the other side of the world. We could actually not only protect our own border, but actually have a proper use case for the U.S. military to decimate the cartels. And I think that phone call is, again, a promise. It is a promise to say that for a fraction of what the last guy spent in, in God knows where in Ukraine, for a fraction of that, we can help you and arm you to decimate the cartels. I know they're your sugar daddy. There's a new daddy in town. We're going to help you solve this problem. And if you don't, we'll solve I'll make it. a promise. We're going to solve it for you. We're going to solve it for us. Because that's what's resulting in 80 to 100,000 fentanyl related deaths per year, not to mention the homelessness crisis, not to mention actually even the violence increasingly on our side of the border from your failed narco state on the other side of the Rio Grande. And if there's one job for the U.S. military, we believe it is to actually protect our own soil. We're going to do it. Mm -hmm. That's not a threat. That's a promise. So I think that we need some we need leadership that takes that national identity. You can only do that if you're standing on strong footing and believing in your nation, the ideals that your nation stands for, both to the rest of the world and even to human history and posterity. But if we're doing that, that's what we're protecting. We can declare independence from China. We can actually protect who would have ever thought our own border with our own military. And I do believe that is a top use case for the U.S. military. Me nice. too. Me too. Did you see what Texas did with the, uh, yeah. the new fentanyl law? Have they passed it yet, or was it proposed? So far, I think it's proposed. Proposed. They're proposing now in Texas that uh, if you sell a gram, I think, of fentanyl, and somebody dies, you're going to be held for murder. And I think that's great. I think it's Maybe great. Maybe a slight deterrent? Yeah. Perhaps. I think, I think it should just be yeah. if you sell fentanyl. I don't care how much you have on you. You're selling fentanyl? Yeah. Bye-bye. Yeah. I mean, there's no we don't know what's in this fentanyl. The thing, if you've never taken fentanyl, go back and look online YouTube. I think I was on ABC's Good Morning America and uh, I had just had surgery and I said, I, I feel like the doctors were trying to kill me almost. And I explained that my my doctor, who was not the one that had to perform the surgery or was involved at all. He said to me afterwards, he said, what did they give you? And I told them and they made this cocktail and it was based a lot of it based on fentanyl. I didn't even know what fentanyl was at the time. It mm. says on the box for end, end of, of life. life use only. Mm -hmm. It is so addictive. Within two days, I was absolutely addicted to that stuff. It is so powerful and it will kill you easily it says on the box you have to put a fentanyl patch on if you if you touch the patch and you're putting it onto somebody and you're rubbing against it you could accidentally take too much of it and it can kill you through your fingertips that's how deadly this stuff is something like a thousand or ten thousand times more powerful than morphine yeah, I think it's 10,000 times. So it's, it's a lot. It of what did they say 400 hmm. 400 pounds of it could kill every man, woman and child in the United States of America. Hmm. And we and we're finding hundreds of pounds coming in. Mm -hmm. And those people should go to prison for murder.
And in fact, and Texas might be the one to do it, you know, you're selling fentanyl. You know, I'm for the death penalty, maybe through fentanyl. Uh, it's a nice way to go, I hear. Uh, it's uh, enough is enough. And Texas, I think, is starting to uh, stand up in the latest session. The Glenn Beck Program. I want to tell you about Tunnel to Towers Foundation. They have been honoring America's heroes doing good in their world ever since 9-11. If you've not heard of them, they're an organization that provides mortgage-free homes to families of fallen and severely injured veterans and first responders. This year alone, they're going to be taking care of hundreds of Gold Star and fallen uh, uh, first responder families and providing them with homes. It was over 500 last year. It's going to be more this year. On Memorial Day, all the brave men and women lost since 9-11 in the War of Terror had their names read aloud in the Tunnel to Towers ceremony in our nation's capital. And through the Tunnel to Towers 9-11 Institute, the foundation is educating kids from kindergarten through 12th grade about 9-11. They are not learning about it in school. How can we forget this quickly? Join Tunnel to Towers on its mission to do good. Help America never forget its greatest heroes. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number 2T.org. Tunnel to Towers. Well worth your time and money. Glenn, Stu, Steve Dace, Chad Prather, and me, Pat Gray. Listen to all your favorite conservative voices at blazetv.com. Promo code will not be censored. Welcome to the uh, Glenn Beck program. Uh, yesterday, uh, we had Missy Robinson on, uh, and she was talking about something that sh- she had uh, experienced in Tennessee. And she mentioned that Riley Gaines was there. Uh, and this is the um, this is the 12 time NCAA All-American swimmer who's been speaking out against, you know, guys competing as women in women's sports, it's just it's ridiculous what we're doing to women in the name of women. We're letting guys switch. It's just insanity anyway. Um, and I was thinking about Riley and I don't know if we've ever had her on. Riley, are you there? I'm here. How you doing? Glenn? <laughs> Very good. Have I ever had you on? No, you oh. haven't actually. Jeez, I don't know why. Um, I just wanted to. I just. I wanted some good news at the end of the week, and some people who were standing up and uh, and you were brought up yesterday, and I thought I, I wanted to just say thank you to you, Riley. Well, you know what's actually so funny is it's um it's been one year exactly since Leah Thomas competed against the women at our NCAA championships, and so this week I'm actually at the NCAA championships watching. Um, my teammates, my old teammates and stuff. And let me tell you, I have had so many female swimmers, parents, coaches come up to me and say the exact same thing, which I think is really important because it shows how the true majority of people, especially the ones who are directly impacted, feel about this. So I'm so grateful. It's so crazy that it requires courage to speak up about this insanity, but I appreciate your thanks. Well, so let me ask you, um, 
where are these people? Because I am convinced every day that people know the truth. They know they may not, you know, they, they may not be right on the truth, but pretty much our common sense gut is pretty good. And this stuff that's going on in almost all fronts, people are not for, but they won't say anything. Absolutely. People are scared. Um, Coming from my experience and talking to other athletes, again, who were directly impacted, their universities, the links these universities are going to silence their voices, it's actually really scary. Um, How how are they doing it? Well, based off my conversations with Leah Thomas's teammates, who dealt with this every day, um, when they were concerned about sharing a locker room with someone who possessed and was exposing male genitalia, and they sent an email to their school, you know, expressing their concern. Their administration responded back with, if you feel uncomfortable seeing male genitalia, here are some counseling resources that you should seek. Oh they were forced God. to go to mandatory Real. LGBTQ meetings every mm. week. They were told that their school, that they were not allowed to, to use their voice because their school has already taken their stance for them. They were told that they were responsible if any harm comes towards Leah Thomas's way. And so they're emotionally blackmailing and threatening and intimidating their swimmers, um, which is, which, like I said, it, it's terrifying. Um, this is a country that thrives because we have so many freedoms, one of which being the freedom of speech. And we, I'm seeing that being taken away from these swimmers, from the parents, from people within the administration, from medical professionals, even. Oh, I know. Um, That's terrifying. The that. medical professionals that are being silenced now, it's absolutely horrifying what is going to happen that is that is the way to get group think uh in your medical profession and when group think happens we've seen it happen uh in the past before and it never leads to anything but nightmares no you're 100 percent right it's almost as if i feel like we're living in this george orwell dystopian we novel where they're trying to make us say two plus two is five but hmm. we know two plus two is not five, but yet we have a sitting Supreme Court justice who can't even say what a woman is um, <laughs> because she's not a biologist. But guess what? Neither am I, neither are you, but we still know what a woman is. Yeah. We know what womanhood entails. We know the differences between men and women, and to deny that is denying science. It's denying common sense and logic and all the things. So how do you feel about... Um, I think it wasn't at a Catholic school where, uh, they said they didn't want to be in a, in a locker room with, uh, boys. And so they, the game was canceled and now they're, they're not allowed to compete. Right. That right there shows you why more people aren't speaking up because this, this team, they were very straightforward about how this goes against what they think the women's sporting category was created for, and now they're barred from other competitions. But um, There's another girl in Vermont, actually, who spoke out. She's 14. She's in high school. Same thing. She had a transgender individual on her volleyball team, and she spoke out, and she was immediately suspended from her high school. Her dad was immediately fired from his job. Um, they tried to force her to write an apology to allow her back into school, to which she refused, and then announced, of course, she's filing a lawsuit to which the school quickly let her back in. <laughs> it's amazing. I have to tell you, um, uh, Riley, you, you don't know this, 
um, now, but you're young enough to where you will live to the other side of this. Um, you, you and people like you are going to be remembered as real heroes in this time. Uh, well, and depending on how it goes, um, how bad it has to get before we wake up, the, the bigger of the statue they'll make of people like you. But it happens every time you you hold to your values while the country loses its mind and goes over a cliff. It eventually comes back. And it's usually not in in that person's lifetime, um, but uh, they are remembered Absolutely. as leaders. And well, I think what you said is perfect a perfect analogy of what's happening is, is we've swung too far the pendulum we have far exceeded what is sane um and i believe we're in the process of hopefully restoring that pendulum to normalcy um but i get told all the time you know you will be on the wrong side of history because <laughs> you're not inclusive you're not being kind but guess what affirming these people um these these males who want to identify as women and infiltrate into our one sex protected spaces that is not kind and that is not inclusive um we are not helping these individuals we are harming them with women being the collateral damage in the process big time so if you had advice to give to somebody to stand up because uh, i you know i if i were leading a uh, if i were a coach i'd be a very bad coach but if i if i were a coach i would um i would make the case girls this is much more important than any award we could ever win. Hundred um, percent. What? What is? What would you? What advice would you give to uh, you know anybody who is in this situation and not speaking out? First and foremost, I think it's crucial that parents, coaches, the people who are supposed to be protecting us. Um, even me, last year in this situation, I was twenty-one when all this happened. I was adult, an adult, but I felt like someone was supposed to be protecting us, in which there were. You know, like I said, parents, coaches, people within the NCAA, these are the people who need to use their voice. Um, then, of course, it comes to the female athletes, just like you said, and it took me a while to realize this. There is so much at stake when we're denying the sheer essence of humanity, man and woman. We have got to be willing to stand firm and what that is and what our differences are and how we deserve to be recognized and celebrated. Because when we allow one man, one man into our spaces, this is a slippery slope. It's only a matter of time before one male national champion becomes three and then five and so on and so forth. And people will take advantage of the system that we have in place. It's happening in prisons. Um, just in California in the recent weeks, there's been 1,200 men apply to be in women's prisons because, of course, you get to be housed with women, and these women or these men are convicted of heinous things like rape and child pornography and kidnapping, but yet they're going to live with women because they say they are one. We have to be bold. We have to stand true. We have to stay educated on the topic, and I hate saying that because it makes me sound like some sort of advocate or activist. Um, but it's important. We have to know that this is happening to believe the, the narrative that this is a non-issue. That cannot be further from the truth. I could list off examples for the next hour of the radio show, but I don't want to. <laughs> I don't want to bore you guys. Um, but it's important to stay educated and to use your voice, be bold, stand firm in your values. Because, like I said previously, 
this is the majority who feels the exact way I'm speaking. Riley, um, I don't know if you know this, but I collect history. And um, uh, I've learned one thing, and that is there's been people in my life uh, during during my life that have done remarkable things. And I have missed the opportunity to record uh, that. Um, and uh, I, I don't want to miss those. You are one of those people, I think, that are important to our history. Um, I would love for you to, if you could, just even a page, uh, just hand write out your thoughts of why you stood and what you were standing for um so i could i could include it in our museum and i'd love to have you come down at some point and do a a a podcast with me you're great well that sounds absolutely incredible and i would be up for that anytime and i i really appreciate you having me on and just continuing to shed light on this really important and detrimental issue riley thank you god bless Mm. yes thanks you bet She's amazing. She's amazing. Awesome. Amazing. Okay. In January, I told you that the U.S. breached our debt ceiling eight months ahead of schedule. Fast forward to today. Zero progress has been made by the Biden administration in negotiating a meaningful increase. In fact, they managed to go backwards. We are now looking at a Biden budget of almost $7 trillion. Business Insider put out a great report recently. Uh, You'll find it on the Goldline website at goldline.com. Deal of the week page says debt default could happen as soon as July. And if so, the country could face the biggest financial crisis in history. We are talking about a stock market crash. We're talking about failures. And it's none of it is none of this stuff is real. We could pay our debts. But the game that Washington plays will screw it all up. Today is the last day that Goldline is offering for free 150 of the original one ounce copper great seal rounds for every qualifying order of $5 gold Liberty or Indian coins that you acquire. You can buy a box of Indians or Liberty coins in tubes or boxes of 20. Ask Goldline about the difference. You're going you're gonna to get a buttload of free copper as well as a, just a thank you for supporting the program. Call 866-GOLDLINE. They're waiting for your call now. Please, please call Goldline and just find out if it's right for you or your family. Call 866-GOLDLINE. Join the conversation. 888-727-BECK. The Glenn Beck Program. Hey, let me just sweep up on a couple of things that are breaking now. Uh, First of all, the uh, International Criminal Court has just issued a warrant for the arrest of Vladimir Putin for war crimes, Uh, war crimes that uh, our Pentagon said they won't testify uh, about at all. You know, which is the response I would expect after you've blown up the Nord Stream pipeline. Um, (laughs) But... uh, so that's happening. That means he can't leave. Jason Buttrell is with us. That means he can't leave Russia now, right? Technically. But, like, this seems kind of symbolic to me, right? Because, I mean, let's say he travels to Latvia. 
Are the Latvian police going to do an arm takedown of the president of Russia to arrest <laughs> him for the bad. ICC? This isn't ah. going to help things. Uh, also, on the Hunter Biden story, I was telling you today, we have to look into the energy company. Um, and as our chief researcher, you did some work today and you found that this uh, this holdings company or this energy company is connected to. So largely the CEFC bank, which is now bankrupt, it went out, I think in 2020, but this is the big bank that I think it's a, the, no, not, I'm sorry, not bank, but they're the biggest private energy company or were in China. But it's also where we heard from them was this is where that email from the laptop, Hunter Biden's laptop came out that said, you know, 10 for the big guy. Oh, it came from that bank? That deal. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So this other company that just distributed all that money, or they, the House Oversight Committee mm-hmm. outed, um, they were like, like kind of like a subsidiary to, to them, is, is what wow. it's is looking like. Okay. So we'll have more on that on Monday. And uh, Hunter Biden just sued the computer shop owner. For Interesting it. timing, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You <laughs> mean for the hacked computer that the... Uh, no, the one he left. the Russians? Uh, uh, no, 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 hmm. not that one. That, no? That one, that, that one doesn't exist. Huh. Yeah. No, this is sue? the real one. Why would you sue over Russian disinformation? Yeah, yeah why right. would you? Well, now he's, saying it, now he's saying it's uh, for privacy, violation of his privacy. Oh, so it was mm. his. Okay. Yeah. Got so it, it was mm. definitely his, hmm. but uh, we're just going to have to dismiss it now. Don't pay attention to mm. all the things that are now out. He's going to sue the guy. And so that way, if he wins, it, it, you know, he, it, you won't be able to use any of that in court. I think they're getting close. I really do. This oh, is, I think they're very close. Who is on that disperse that sheet? Quote Biden. Everyone else is named. We can identify every other single person that got money. But the one that just says to Biden. Well, Pat and I were talking about this off air earlier. We think it could be Ashley Biden, yeah, right? The daughter. The daughter, the one mm-hmm. whose diary was mm-hmm. was taken, you know, and mm-hmm. said, you know, something happened with me and dad when I was young in the shower. Mm-hmm. We think it might just be a million-dollar payoff for Ashley. <laughs> <laughs> Keep your mouth shut. Keep your mouth shut. It's so funny the White House was like, they responded, like, I guess a year ago to the Times, and said, this is a private citizen doing business, and how dare they, and everything was legitimate and by the book. Now... Maybe I'm I'm not a businessman, <laughs> right? <laughs> but if I don't, if, if I if I want to hide something, you know, I don't want people to know. I just like have this subsidiary company send funds to a lawyer who then waits a couple months until after I'm not in position anymore, then just scatters all the money between my family members. But totally not for me. But you know, <laughs> right, right, right. But, you know, the second right, cousin right. that lives in Virginia, right. uh-huh. go ahead and give that person twenty grand too. What's crazy you know? is again, they always self diagnose. Whatever they said Trump mm-hmm. was doing, it turns out they were doing. Yeah. Turns out they were doing. Uh, anyway, have a great weekend. Uh, tomorrow, another great podcast that you don't want to miss. We'll see you back here Monday. God bless. The Glenn Beck Program.